Jesus said this in verse 3. He said, hearken. I mean, look at here. Listen to me. Pay attention. He said, there went out a sower to sow. And it came to pass, as he sowed, some fell by the wayside. And the fowl of the air came and devoured it. And some fell on stony ground, where it had not much earth. And immediately it sprang up, because it had no depth of earth. But when the sun was up, it was scorched. And because it had no root, it withered away. And some fell among thorns, and the thorns grew up and choked it, and it yielded no fruit. And others fell on good ground and did yield fruit that sprang up and increased and brought forth some thirty, some sixty, and some a hundredfold. And then he goes on to say in verse 9, And he said unto them, He that has ears to hear, let him hear. See, that's what's going on today. You guys got ears to hear. Hallelujah. And because you have ears to hear, man, great things are being prepared to happen on the inside of you. And when he was alone, verse 10, they were about him with the twelve, ask of him the parable. And he said unto them, check this out. I love this. Unto you it is given to know the mystery of the kingdom of God, but unto them that are without all these things are done in parables, okay? Verse 12, this is what happens when you get old, when you get revelation knowledge. That seeing they may see and not perceive, and hearing they may hear and not understand, lest at any time they should be converted and their sins should be forgiven them. And he said unto them, listen to this guys, know ye not this parable? And how then will you know all parables? What he was saying was, this is how the kingdom of heaven operates. Uh, family, if you don't know how the kingdom of heaven operates, even though you're a member of it, you, 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 you'll be just like the world. We'll be struggling to get everything that we need the same way the world is. Okay? And you, and you have to remember that when you became, when you got born again, you became a member of the kingdom of God. Okay, and the kingdom of God works like works like this. That would be seed time and harvest. That's how that I mean that's that's how the kingdom of God works. If you ever want to figure out how the kingdom of God works, that's it. It's gonna be seed time and harvest. Plant a seed, get a harvest. Uh, even when you got born again, you had to plant the seed of the word of God. And when you uh, did it. And then a miracle happened on the inside of you. You became a new creation from the moment that you believed it. You may not have felt nothing, but when you said, Jesus, come into my life and be my Lord and Savior, a miracle happened uh, on the inside of you. Okay? Thank you. Okay. Then he said, uh, uh, verse 13 again, and he said unto them, Know ye not this parable? And how then will you know all parables? And then he goes on to he goes on to explain it, okay? Now check this out, guys. Verse 14. The sower soweth the word. Glory to God. The sower soweth the word. Now he's, now he's breaking it down to show you what's happening. He said, the sower soweth the word. And these are they by the wayside where the word is sown. But when they have heard, uh, when they have heard, Satan cometh immediately and taketh away the word that was sown in their heart, okay? I want y'all to underline where it says, when they have 
heard. I want you to underline that word heard. I'm going to underline it in my Bible, in this Bible myself. Heard, okay? Heard, have heard Satan come immediately and take away the word that was sown in the heart. And verse 16, and these are they likewise which are sown on stony ground, who, when they have heard the word, immediately receive it with gladness and have no root in them. You know, uh, uh, I have all of us run through all of these uh, uh, different scenarios. Um, I remember when, especially in this verse, when you start saying, Woo, by Jesus Christ, I'm here. Praise the Lord. God made me rich. And something happened, and because you don't have no root in it, man, you run from this stuff. You run from this like it was, like it was a sickness itself. Now, a lot of us do that. You know, you get the word of God, and when something happened, man, you take off and leave this thing. And again, uh, and these are they likewise, which are sown on stony ground, who, when they have heard, I want you to underline that again, uh, heard, the word heard, okay? Now, I'll tell you why we're doing this when we get to the bottom down here. Verse 16, and these are they likewise, which are sown on stony ground, who, when they have heard the word, immediately receive it with gladness and have no root in themselves and so endure but for a time afterwards when affliction or persecution arises for the word's sake immediately they are offended glory to god i want y'all to see that now you hear this word you get it and you get around somebody man and, and you get persecuted and you kick this word to the curb because the, the, those two scriptures say you have heard the word all right let's move on down to 18 and these are they which are sown among thorns, such as hear the word, okay? On the line net, hear. The first two verses said heard. Now we move down to hear, okay? That means if you hear, that means you're doing this on a continual basis. The other ones have heard, that means that you heard something. But now we're moving to people who hear the word on a continual basis. And the cares of this world and the deceitfulness of riches and the lust of other things enter in choke the word and it becomes unfruitful you know i can kind of look at my front yard uh i planted a few uh elephant ears and we had some monkey grass out there and um uh, this monkey grass has come along and I'm, I'm sorry the elephant ears are putting a chokehold on the monkey grass because they're growing up all over the place all right they're receiving the same care but you know it, it's just something that enters in uh, even in myself, man, you get to working so much. You get out here, you get to fooling with all these people and all these problems and stuff. The word that you hear all the time, it becomes unfruitful because all this other stuff is entering in our family. So this is an area where I have to be careful about because, I mean, <laughs> you be out here working, uh, all this junk happens, and it don't only happen in my life. I hear it in my wife's life. I hear it in Eric. I hear it in John. I hear it in out there. I mean, you just you just hear all this stuff happening, and it choked that word, which uh, which you are hearing on a daily basis. And look at verse twenty. And these are they which are sown on good ground, such as hear the word, receive it, and bring forth fruit: some thirtyfold, some sixty, and some a hundredfold. Now, remember, let's go back and look at verse 20. And these are they which are sown on good ground, such as hear the word, receive it, and bring forth fruit. Okay, going back to Proverbs where it says uh, about the fruit, this is the fruit that you want in your life. Hallelujah. 
when you uh, now let me let me break this down just a little bit further. It says in verse fourteen, the sower soweth the word. Okay, what is happening here? When you sow the word, you are sowing the word down in your belly. All right, down in your belly. When you sow the word, it's coming in you. Your mouth is speaking the word that goes into yourself. Okay, that when Jesus said the sower soaked the word, you are the ground. You know. Uh, not God. This is all on you. I want y'all to understand this real good. This is all on you. When you say, uh, by Jesus stripes, I'm healed. Those words are going into you. So your word has to be good ground. You know, when you say my blood pressure is 120 over 80, that's going down into you. Okay. God ain't got nothing to do with it except for he showed you how to do it for yourself. Hallelujah. So when you speak the word, it's flowing into you. And it is up to you to keep your heart clean so that you can produce 30, 60, 100 fold return. And family, this is a fight. This is the, when the Bible says fight the good fight of faith. This is what you're fighting against. You're not fighting against nothing out there except for trying to keep all the weeds out of your heart so that you can produce the harvest that's coming out of your mouth. Hallelujah. Any questions, any comments? Oh, man, that's getting good. That's getting gooder and gooder, as we would say. Okay? Let's do that again. Yeah, I want y'all to understand this so bad. When uh, uh, when you say, well, let's, let's, let's get personal. Uh, my children shall be taught of the Lord, and great shall be the peace of my children. That's what Isaiah 53, I think, verse 14 said somewhere. Now, my children shall... So when you say that, and when you meditate on it, and then when your child goes acting crazy, okay, now you got to make up for you. You got to make up your mind. Am I going to stick with this, or am I going to deal and just and just focus on what I see? Because you're going to have what you say now. Woo-hoo-hoo! You going to have what you say. I mean, it just ain't no doubt. That's the way God made us. Hallelujah. You look at your bank account. Ah, you don't see enough money. Are you going to speak to that bank account and tell it what to do? Or are you going to say, oh, man, I just don't have enough money. How are we, how we going to do this? Mm-mm-mm. I guess I guess I need to get rid of this to, to make room for more money. So, you know, all this. So what am I saying here? When you sow the word of God, okay, yeah, you saying it, and then I figured it, I, I learned from Charles Cap uh, several years back, and and and, and uh, family just blessed me. In your brain, the part of your brain that speak is tied to all the nerve endings in your body. So what you say travels throughout your body, okay, and cause it to do whatever you say. Uh, I can go back now. I remember when. I first started learning all this back in the uh, back in the late in the, in the mid nineties. Uh, I heard a message from Charles Capps. That message was called "Calling Those Things That Are Not As Though They Were." And um, my friend Danny Gardner was going to uh, World Changers, and he heard that message, and he said, "Not, nah, ooh man, you got to hear this." So he brought me a set of uh, cassette tapes. Two, it was two tapes, and and uh, I wore out that set of tapes. And I told him I needed another set. 
and he brought me another set. And at the end of those tapes, Creflo Dollar made a confession. And I was not familiar with confessions, so I never would listen to it. I just kept listening to the teaching. And then this voice on the inside of me said, you need to hear the confession. So I wrote it down just back when I had that green truck, just kind of give y'all a, a time a time table on it. And I got rid of that truck in 02 when Dustin graduated from high school. Um, I started saying that confession. I mean, and saying it, and saying it. Still didn't know what I was doing. I'm just doing it because this voice on the inside of me said, do it. You know, just, just you need to hear this. So I wrote it down. I get in traffic. I get on top of the roof, wherever I was. I just started saying it. I finally memorized the thing. Then I kept saying it more and more and more. And then one day, family, the thing started working for me. And one uh, one thing in particular where it says, men, uh, I walk in the favor of God and in the comfort of the Holy Ghost. Um, men come in my pathway and do things for me that I've not even asked them for. And one day that thing started happening. Now remember, it's coming out of my mouth. It's coming out of my mouth on a continual basis. And I went to some places that I've never been before and people started giving me stuff. And I was shocked. I didn't know what was happening. I even went to the truck and tears came out. I even cried. I said, Lord, I don't know why these folks giving me that they don't know me. And later on, the Holy Spirit revealed to me that it's my words out of my mouth. I was enjoying the fruit of the seeds that I had planted. So this is what I'm driving at for you guys today is death and life are in the power of your tongue, not God's tongue. God is not holding you back. He's not doing it. It's you and your mouth. Death and life is in the power of the tongue and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. Hallelujah. Any question? My wife has a comment. So, um, so I was just uh, thinking about some uh, things. He, he mentioned my name about uh, some things going on with me, and it's, he's referring to, to my job. And, um, so I know the word, and I confess the word every day. But um, one of the young ladies told me uh, one day last week, uh, Mama, you're just getting all in your feelings. And and you know that it kind of struck me. I came to Aaron and told him, she said that I'm getting in my feelings. And, but you know, even though, yeah, you're 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 in your feelings. It's like your flesh is overriding you, and and what you're speaking on a daily basis is like your flesh is kind of overriding you, because um, you you just want to feel it. You want to be angry. You want to be. You know, you want to be disappointed. You want to be all of those things, all of these. And I guess I was in my feelings. But I get today, I, you know, I know that I have to, um, you know, get get along with God and, and let him minister to me, even though I'm saying the right things, you know. I'm saying the right things out of my mouth, but I got to get my heart right, too. Yeah. I remember one time, every time, like, you, you need to get your love back. You need to get your love back. And I looked at him like, what are you talking about? I knew exactly what he was talking about, but, you know, sometimes, you know, just being a person and being, you know, you just being in the flesh. Sometimes you feel good when you're in the flesh because yeah. you want to, you want to let other people know how you actually feel. But you, but we, you know, at the end of the day, you got to do it God's way. You got to do it God's way. Now I'm, I'm in this situation and I know, I know how to pull myself out. It's just like, I don't want to. <laughs> 
So I know I, I got to give my love back and I got to get out of my feelings at the little girl. <laughs> Awesome, right there. But let's go back to because question for you. Question. Uh, so now, Miss Knox said something that was pivotal there, where you even made mention of you know earlier you learned tell a story to a broke man. Yeah. How do we go back and eradicate those negative confessions that we've made over our life once upon a time? Okay. Uh, when Janice and I first started getting into the word, Gloria Copeland said something that was so funny to us. But it was so powerful. She said, uh, I call crop failure. See, words are seed. So I call crop failure over this. And what happened is, once you start saying what God say, and then and you, uh, uh, that thing is going to die. Okay? Because you, it's not being fed anymore. Even your feelings toward that would just, I mean, it would just, it, they would just be eradicated if I say it like that. Uh, when you start saying what God said, because once I quit saying that stuff, like tell a poor man what's happening, and I start saying what God say about, you know, uh, God, you made me rich. Lord, you made me rich. I call crop failure on all that other stuff. <clears throat> I even went back and looked into my family. I call crop failure on stuff that I saw that was, that was coming my way, you know, that was coming toward my wife. You know, I look at my daddy life. Um, uh, even my daddy, uh, even like this, my daddy died at 57. And Satan was reminding me that, you know, you're a preacher just like your dad, I'm going to get you. So I had to start saying what God said, what long life will he satisfy me? So you have to use the word of God to eradicate that, and eventually all of it is gone. Okay? It just It's just a process, and it will happen. And the process is going to be, uh, the process is based on how quick you can release. Okay? You can look at your dad, your mom, I mean, anything that, 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 might, that, that they might have done is holding you back. You just speak the word of God over it. You know, uh, one thing that I love to do with myself, uh, I pull myself into court. I have court with Aaron Knox. You know, I said, Knox, that wasn't right you said. That wasn't right you did. Now, you you, you speak against that. You pull yourself out of that. Because, uh, and the reason I do this is because I don't want God judging me. <laughs> God said, he would judge you, but he want you to judge yourself first. So I do that. I, I go back and pull out all these words, uh, crazy stuff I've done, and says, Lord, that wasn't right. I, forgive me. You know, if I had to go back to the person, I ask that. But yeah, you want to eradicate all of that. It just gonna take a little time, and uh, you'll know when you know when it's gone because there will be no more feelings of it even in your uh, uh, in your mind. You know, when it finally comes up again, you say that's gone. Okay. Any more questions or comments? Okay, one more time, verse nineteen, because this is this this thing is a uh, uh, it, it tears me up a lot. You know, you, you get out here dealing with folk, uh, and 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 man, you you the word of God almost escaped you. I'm just being honest when I say that. And the cares of this world, and the deceitfulness of riches, and the lust of other things entering in, choke the word, and it becomes unfruitful. Even though it's there, uh, to Janice and my credit. Man, we get up every day. Uh, she gets in there and go over her scriptures, which is awesome, man. I, I just think that's so awesome. You know, I'll get in the truck sometimes. Sometimes I'll wait. I'll get in the truck. And when I get in the truck and I get started, then all of a sudden a phone call comes. And when that phone call, a phone call comes, uh, two or three will come. Then before you know it, now I done forgot the word. Now I go back and just start saying it. So this is what you have to do. Death and life is in the power of your tongue. Okay, 
whatever you plant out there, that's the harvest you are going to get. Uh, okay, all right, I'm done. What, I mean, I want some more questions if you have. And while you're thinking the question, I want to thank all of you guys for uh, joining in today because uh, we are we are going on a uh, we are going on a journey where, well, if the Bible says God has made you guys rich. And then we want to walk in whatever richness he has given. Uh, there are some things that we hadn't gotten into yet uh, because I want y'all to see how important your money is uh, for God. You know, um, God want to use your money to bless you. Uh, one thing I was telling, I think I told a person, yeah, told Minister Howard the other day we was talking. Uh, I told him, you know, when I told him, I said, when you became in the kingdom of God, the, the Bible says all these things shall be added unto you. So that means all your basic needs are being met. I mean, you can go now, since COVID is so bad, you see churches, they're giving away food. They're making sure that people's basic needs are met. But if you want increase, then God says he'll take that seed that was sown and multiply it. So we're going to get into all these kind of things. And uh, later on down the road, you know, that's, that's, it's just so much. And uh, I'm kind of being led by the spirit because I don't want to miss nothing. Okay. All right. Any questions? Any comments? Any questions? Any comments? <laughs> Dan, um, yeah. so um, Erica put in the chat, is there a PayPal or Cash App for your ministry? Not yet. We'll get that set up because uh, I want you guys to plant seeds, but I do want you to be led by the spirit on where it is to go. Because uh, one thing I noticed about plant seeds is that if, you know, if God move on you to plant a seed somewhere and when you plant it where God told you to plant it, then all of a sudden, sudden that, I mean, God is now responsible for your seed. Okay. Uh, I give you one. Well, no, I'm not going to do that yet. But anyway, uh, we hadn't set that up yet, but we will because. Uh, and then when you do send seeds, uh, if you if God tell you to send a seed to us, and then my wife and I will. When you name that seed, we gonna send that seed to where God says it's supposed to be, so that you can get the 100 fold return off of it. Uh, I, I I want this to happen. I I want to see all of us out of debt, walking in God's, walking in the best that God has. Fuck us, okay? Okay. Yeah, now you can plant a seed for uh for anything that, that, that you can you can do it for anything. And the way I found this out was I was listening to Benny Hinn and he was talking about, you know, he's a he had this big healing ministry and there was a preacher that came on there that was talking to him and the preacher said that he had multiple sclerosis and he planted a seed uh, for his healing. And I'm thinking, whoa, I never heard it. And Benny Hinn said he never heard it. But he showed it to us in scripture. And as a result, I began to uh, uh I began to, to see what was happening. But not only that, you plant a seed toward your marriage, you plant a seed toward your children. And when you plant these seeds, uh let me tell you how you do this. When you plant it, you say, Lord, I'm planting a seed toward my marriage. I'm planting a seed toward my children. And to, to show you how well this worked, way back when Summer used to go over to Miss Freddie's house, I was uh, getting my hands on all this information. And Miss um, Freddie was talking to me one day. She said, you know, I don't have two babies. I can't make no living with uh, with two babies. And I said, Miss Freddie, 
I want you to plant a seed. And she looked at me. I said, now, this is what I want you to do. You name the amount that you're going to plant, and you ask God where to do it. I said, when you do it, you got to say, I'm planting a seed for more babies. And evidently, she did it because she didn't tell me. She told Jane, I think, what, two or three weeks later? She said, now I have 11 babies. I mean, think about this, uh, family. You plant the seed. You say what you're doing. God wants you to have it so much until you name that seed. You know, it's just like uh, uh, what people go down to Cardale, Georgia, to, uh, to, to to get watermelons. Somebody planted watermelon seeds and look at the harvest that, that are getting. Somebody planted cantaloupes. So every seed must be named because every seed produced after its own kind. Hallelujah. Uh, <laughs> I got to tell you this. Uh, someone was listening to us talk in, uh, about seeds, and she decided that she was going to plant a seed for her daddy's job. Because at that time, he didn't have one. And look at what he got now. <laughs> so God works like this. Um, when you make up your mind to plant a seed, I mean, when you when, when you get in your heart to do it, God starts in you. You know, he don't wait till you do it. He waits, you know, when you open your mouth and say, I'll do this, and you make your confession, boom, it's a, 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 a the thing takes off from that point on. I've seen it work in my life. Um, when I first heard about it, uh, uh, I, you know, the, the, when uh, I heard how it works, then I started to study it out because I want to know how this works. I got to teach this, but I got to know, I got to see it from your word. Hallelujah. Okay, family. Any more comments? Any more questions? I have a question. Question. Does the seed always have to be monetary? Uh, you know something? I don't really think so. It could be uh, something that you do for somebody else. And you and you name it that. Okay? Now, when it says give, that's not what I'm talking about money. Thank you, er uh, uh, Erica, for bringing that up. It, uh, it, it just based on what you gonna say, based on what you give, okay? Yeah. I have a question. Yes. So how do we, um, about planting the seeds, like if we said something bad about like our life, how do we, I guess, redeem ourselves from that? Say it again? Yeah. How you redeem yourself? Yes, like if we said something bad about our life. Okay. Now, if you can remember what you said bad, and then you take that and you reverse it. Say, Lord, I said that, but I reverse it. I I, I release myself. There you go. I release myself from those bad things I said over myself. And if you can remember what you said, and then you, you can take it back. You say, I take that back. I take that back. I release myself from the harm and effect of these words. Yes, sir. Okay, you got me? Yes, sir. Okay, you want to do a trial run on it? Whatever okay. you said there, say, uh, say uh, oh, repeat after me. Say, I chopsy. I chopsy. I release. I release. Myself. Myself. From every. From every. Negative word. Negative word. That I've spoken. That I've spoken. Over myself. Over myself. Father. Father. Thank you for forgiving me. 
Thank you for forgiving me. I now receive. I now receive. Your blessings. Your blessings. Long life. Long life. And health. And health. And being. And being. Obedient. Obedient. In my life. In my life. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, anybody? Anything else? And once again, I, uh, uh, I thank God for, I mean, just to hear what I'm saying this again, uh, because, you know, sometimes when I go through, I, I be preparing and sometimes I have to stop because I know that God is going to bring up something that uh, that's already in my spirit. And he kind of, and he used John to kind of bring that thing out because I'm thinking, Revelation knowledge. I mean, there's a lot more on it that I um, I don't write down many notes. I think I've got down about two or three lines of stuff because uh, I, 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 I just want to be on point uh, with that. So next week, we'll go a little bit deep into Revelation knowledge. Uh, we'll go over into um, Matthew 16, where, where uh, Jesus asked the disciples, who do men say I am? And Peter said, you are the Christ, the son of the living God. And, and Jesus said, you know, flesh and blood did not reveal that to you, but that came from God. All right. So this is where we want to go, because when you get stuff revealed to you, then the Bible says the gates of hell shall not prevail. And see, uh, this is what's happening in a lot of people's lives. Satan is, wreck is wrecking them because it has not been revealed to them. They are waiting on God to do something. And God is saying, I'm waiting on you to get my word in you to stop the uh, to stop the bleeding. That's happening in your life. You know, um, uh, Satan can come in and, and ruin your marriage. Uh, uh, I mean, just do all this stuff and, and you don't know why, you know, because you just don't know why. <laughs> and we want to get into some of those things. How you can uh, start to look for little signs like that. Hallelujah. I'm finished.